Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Be a little weird, Robbie, if... Boy, I hope I get this one right. Be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Chalybeat. Ooh, that would be a little weird. Chalybeat. That's what it says. I don't know if I'm pronouncing I'm, that correctly. I guarantee you I are guarantee not. Somebody I'm will not. tell you. Yeah, so... You know where that is? I do not. It looks like it's about 10 minutes from Walnut. Okay, North Mississippi. Yeah, Tippa County. Tippa. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if I said it right. I'm sure somebody will let me know. But what I'll let you know is that strangebrewcoffeehouse.com is the place to find coffee. If you're not in Starkville or Tupelo, if you are in Chally Beat, you want Strange Brew Coffee? It's just a click away. Strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Don't forget, every purchase supports the Bulldog Initiative. And speaking of that, PIP Printing in Ridgeland. Guys, the first of the year, it's time to start marketing your business. It's time to start getting the, your message out. Let PIP Printing and Signs help you with that. They've got reliable service for every business need. They know how to help you sell your business over at Pip Printing. They've been doing it for over 30 years here in the state, and they are owned and operated by Mississippi State people. Camden Baker, he will get you taken care of. I got his, this is his real phone number. This is his number, 601-499-5216. You call him, you're not going to talk to an operator, you're not going to talk to somebody at the front desk, you talk to the owner of the company. That's how committed he is to helping you guys out. And he's also committed to the Bulldog Initiative. 10% of every sale they make with you, right back to the Bulldog Initiative. You just got to mention it. Say, I, I want hey, I want to make sure this gets to the Bulldog Initiative. Or, hey, I heard about you guys on Thunder and Lightning. 10% of their sale right there to the Bulldog Initiative. So 601-499-5216. If you got questions about what kind of services they offer at PIP Printing, check them out online, pipridgeland.com. College Corner, collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. How many days now to opening day? 40, uh, 42, something like that. 42. We'll say 42. That means you got plenty of time to order a brand new pullover with the M over S on it. It's going to be cold on opening day. It always is. So be ready for it with a maroon or white or gray or black pullover with the M over S from College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowwood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler is Starkville's flagship restaurant. And when you're looking for a great meal in Starkville, you know you're going to find it at Restaurant Tyler. Lunch, dinner, Sunday brunch, 
you know that restaurant Tyler is going to deliver for you. You know, I know I hit Robbie up for that big meal. He doesn't want to talk about that. He's up there. He's already looking at me. He's like, oh, God. But I need to get back there. I need to go get some lunch there. I haven't been there in a while for lunch. So maybe this week I need to make a uh, trip to Restaurant Tyler, get a blue plate, get some fried catfish, or maybe some fried chicken. I don't know. We'll see what what, what, it, what it's all about when we get next time I'm up there. But I know this. It's always a great meal every time at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. If they're in Central Mississippi, there's a location near you. And if you're talking about a, if you want the, the kind of bank where you walk in and everybody knows who you are and you're, you know, it's got that small town feel, but a bank, a bank that can handle all of your financial uh, dealings, a, a bank that you know is there for you like a big corporate bank would be, then you've got that with Priority One. You get the best of both worlds there. If you're already a Priority One Bank customer, you know how great their app is. It's smooth, streamlined. You can do a lot more on there than just move your money around. Find out today if Priority One Bank can help you, and I'm sure they can. PriorityOneBank.com is the website. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It's been it's been delayed, but here we go. Let's play the song. Robbie, I ever told you how much I don't like uh, waiting? I don't like waiting. It's, it's not fun. I, I hate waiting. The waiting is the hardest part. Stonka made me wait till today. <laughs> Now I gotta wait on San Francisco McGee. Yeah, that won't be as bad as a wait. It shouldn't be, yeah. Shouldn't be as bad. But eh, as many predicted, it's finally come to pass. Stonka Burnside is a Mississippi State Bulldog making his commitment at the Under Armour All American game. I was thinking back, you know, Under Armour, that used to be a place where it was a house of horrors for Mississippi State. That's where CJ Johnson flipped Ole Miss and Brazel commit flipped there, I believe. And I know Channing Ward committed there to to at Ole Miss. It's just I used to not. Of course, you know Walker Jones used to be a CEO or, or something for them back in the day. So you know, kind of set up for them back back then. Now today was a great day for Mississippi State at the Under Armour All American Game. They got a lot of positive pub. Michael Van Buren ends up being the MVP of the game, uh, and then Stonka Burnside, as we mentioned, committed to Mississippi State. You you talked to his mom earlier today. You had some great pictures of him as a little kid uh, wearing maroon and white. Talk about a full circle moment for him. You've covered this kid for years, you know, covering Starville High School football. Just you know, your thoughts on Stonka. Let's 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 leave football beside for a minute and let's just talk about Stonka Burnside, the kid. Yeah, I mean, just good solid kid. Grew up a Mississippi State fan, as you see in those pictures. You know, I think one of the first games he ever went to was. Which this will make you feel kind of old, but uh, 2014 win over Auburn. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you look at those pictures and you see Stonka next to Dak Prescott, um, you know, taking a picture as a little kid, makes me feel really old. I felt extremely old when I found out Ryan Williams' dad, who was also Ryan Williams, who I remember, committed and signed to Auburn in 2007 and is the exact same age as me. So uh, the Under Armour game was not a good revelation for me um, in my age, but I digress. But I think this is a 
this is a good pickup for Mississippi State beyond just you know what he can do on the field because of you know the the legacy you're trying to build with startable kids and making sure that those kids when you have a kid like that come in that they are going to Mississippi State or you at least feel like more often than not you can get anybody you want out of startable because that wasn't the case with AJ Brown it was difficult to seal up Kobe Jones in that same class. And there's been, at times, kind of a disconnect between Mississippi State and Startville when it comes to those kids, and I don't really know why. But I don't know if it's a a thing where those kids don't want to stay home or they don't want people to think that they're going to stay home. I don't know. But it's always been a little dip more difficult than it should be to land those Startville kids. And hopefully the more you get in there and the more those guys continue to come back home and continue to talk up Mississippi State and staying home like a Willie Gay and, uh, you know, if Stonka, you know, sees this through, hopefully this becomes more of the norm and you don't have these really difficult battles that you've had between Mississippi State and Ole Miss or Mississippi State and LSU with these kids. You know, hopefully this becomes more more of a, you know, if a, if a – Kid comes through Starkville High School, they're going to Mississippi State if Mississippi State wants them. Yeah. Yeah. Mississippi State, of everything else that could have gone, State could not afford another A.J. Brown situation. They just couldn't. You know, it would, it would have been, it would have looked really, really bad for them. So they, they got that figured out. They get him on board. And now let's talk about Stonka, the player. When you look at Mississippi State in, in year one, you know, I think about Ole Miss in year one when Levy was there under Kiffin, and you know he had Elijah Moore, and we didn't know at the time that Elijah Moore was going to be become what he what he became. Right, he ends up setting the Ole Miss single season receiving record despite only playing in like eight games, and they were all SEC games. I mean, that just tells you how talented and how incredible a season he had. I, I, I don't know who that guy is going to be for Mississippi State, and I certainly don't know for a fact that State's going to have a guy catch 80-plus passes this year for 15, 1,600 yards or whatever it was Elijah Moore did. But it feels like these freshmen, and Stonka Burnside being one of them, are going to have a great opportunity to come in and compete early for reps. I know Stonka is not an early enrollee, but I, I do think he is going to have an opportunity just because physically he already kind of looks the part. Yeah, and I'm still not I still have not gotten a you know a stamp on whether or not he's an early enrollee. People at Starkville High School have told me he's not. I've even heard from some people at Mississippi State that he's not. His mom and him have both said that he is. And I, I even asked his mom that on Wednesday and she said that he is. So we've got to get that squared away. I don't I don't really know why that is not confirmed at this point. But we got to kind of figure out, you know, what's going on there. But even if he isn't physically, when you look at him, he is a guy that is physically, I think, ready for the SEC. Now, there's a lot that goes into playing in the SEC beyond being physical. You've got to have the mental aspect of it, handling adversity, handling the day-to-days of going to class and practicing and things like that. So until he actually gets here, we, we won't truly know if he is a guy that can get out there right away and, and play. But I think that physically he's as ready as any wide receiver Mississippi State's had since probably Bear Wilson, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
when you look at him and, and you kind of look at the, the physicality that he can have there at the wide receiver position. So I like him a lot. I mean, I thought obviously we've seen some – we saw some really good things from Mario Craver in the Under Armour game. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't shock me to see him get get going early. J.J. Harrell is enrolling early. He's going to have a chance. So, yeah, these freshmen – are a little different than the freshmen that you've brought in in the past. They are guys that can help you right away. And would they be the number one receiver on the team? I I don't know. I don't. I doubt it. But you feel a lot better about this wide receiver crew coming into Jeff Lebby's first year than you did a few weeks ago with what they've been able to seal up lately. And the good news is you've had a really good class, but these guys don't have to be great right away. You're bringing in a, some guys out of the portal, and they're still in the game for a lot of really good players out of the portal at receiver. And you're bringing back some guys that have already been here. So they're going to have good wide receiver play, I think, early uh, under Jeff Levy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just – everything I'm I'm seeing from the, from a recruiting perspective, and, you know, they're not the same. And sometimes you're a good recruiter and it doesn't translate to on the field, but – you know, we've seen Lebby come into Ole Miss in year one with that offense. And 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 again, you know, I feel like I have to keep putting qualifiers on everything, but they're important. You know, I don't know that State has a Matt Corral talented quarterback on campus. I don't know that. But they were so good. They were so much better offensively from the last year of Luke to the first year under under uh, Kiffin and Lebby. And so can Mississippi State make that kind of turnaround? Now, you have to hope that State's not as bad defensively as they were in year one at Ole Miss, because that that was just an embarrassment. Um, but if if State can be just you know half as good offensively, I think that team averaged forty points a game. I mean, if you can just average thirty points a game, you're going to be in fine position to be a bowl eligible team when we get to the end of the of this season. So, I think we also have to talk about and you tweeted about it. Our our, our buddy Chad Bumpus, what a uh, he's on a little bit of a heater. As far as receiver recruiting goes, three four stars. He's already got a thousand yard, twenty yard per catch transfer. He's there's a couple of more of those guys on coming onto campus this week. You know, obviously year one for him, I feel like he was obviously just like everything else, sort of hindered by what Barbe and Arnett were doing offensively. But it feels like he's definitely going to bring the talent guys in here. And of course, we haven't even talked about Caleb Cunningham possibly being part of this co- this class for next year. Bumpus and the the things we said about Bumpus before he was hired that he'd be able to relate to these recruits, especially the receivers, and he'd be able to get those guys in. It's shown in year one. Yeah, no doubt. And the people there, he had some naysayers Mm -hmm. after the season, and I get it. I I get the, um, you know, kind of the. I guess you kind of step back and look at it and wonder what kind of impact he's making on the field. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Because the offense was so bad, and you know we saw some issues with the wide receivers, but I think what you're seeing right now is this dude has the ability to really resonate with these kids at wide receiver, and it happens a lot with former players that played the position, and that players can see kind of knows what they're talking about and know that they know how to get there and they know how to win in the SEC. And that's a big part of it. But another thing that has been really special about Chad early is his ability to build those relationships with the parents. And if you read the story that I had with Miss Sandra, she talks about in that story, she stepped back and just talked about what she was looking for because I asked her kind of what you were looking for in the process. 
and how everything kind of worked out. I didn't even talk about Mississippi State when I said that. And what she said was, I was looking for somebody that could build a relationship with me and my family. And after the recruiting visits ended and after a player left campus, was that person checking on me? Was that person checking on my son? Was it just a, you know, a high from a visit or is this person the same person throughout? I think that's something that Chad has done a really good job of since he's been here. And it's why he is in the game with these big time receivers in the state of Mississippi, because family is very important in the state of Mississippi and having that family environment and having, you know, mamas being able to trust that coach is so important. It's why he's in the game heavily with uh, Caleb Cunningham. And it's absolutely the reason he got J.J. Harrell and Stonka Burnside. And I would imagine probably a big part of why he got the other guys too. So, uh, you know, his ability to really to to meet these parents and build those relationships and make it to where they feel very comfortable sending their kids there, mm-hmm. that is huge. That is recruiting 101. And he's been able to kind of nail it down early. I'm interested interested to see how he does next season. Looking at the I'm looking at the uh, top 20 players in the state here. Only two receivers on that list. One of them is Caleb Cunningham, who's the easily the top player in the state as we sit here right now. And then Anson Lewis out of Columbia, Mississippi. Columbia is a town that states had some success in through the years, but then you know the last big recruit out of Columbia was um Jamie Otis. Otis, who of course is at Alabama for now. Old Coleman Huntsler going to bring him over. Now, I don't know if that's the case or not. Don't get uh, their hopes up. Yeah, well, yeah, you, 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 you hope sometimes all you got. Um, so, ain't that uh, the truth? Yeah. So that's 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 a good win for Mississippi State. I think now twenty seventh in the on three rankings. Uh, just to finish, I mean, where this class was on November first or whatever day Stonk would decommit it to whenever they bring him back in. That's a big turnaround, and that, that gives me a lot of hope for the future that Jeff Lebby, when you get a full year behind him and he knows what he's doing and he's got those relationships built up, is going to be able to recruit. And, and, and it's not, and this is the point I made on the live show, it's not about year one of, of Jeff Lebby, the, the class of 25, where all of a sudden Mississippi State's a top 10 class. Right? That's probably not going to be the case. But it's can you go from 27 to 20 next year or 21? And then maybe the next year you're at 18. And then, you know, can you be in the, in that range consistently? Because if you've won as much as Mississippi State has done, you know, you, before probably, what, 13 straight bowls prior to this year, recruiting the way you have, if you just up it a little bit, you're going to you're going to find more wins. And I think that's that's where you have to start if you're a Mississippi State fan with Jeff Levy. And I th- I'm really interested, too, in the transfer portal aspect of it all. You know, the... A lot of it, a lot of this transfer portal stuff is, I mean, let's just be honest, like it's relationships that you have prior to these players entering the portal. Because when they enter the portal, a lot of times it's already too late for a lot of teams. They already know or have a good idea of the schools they're going to kind of narrow down and, and look at. So, you know, building those relationships and recruiting for guys that you don't get, Daniel Hill. You know, if he chooses Alabama, which kind of seems like it's going that direction, mm-hmm. that's a prime guy that could enter the portal in a, in a year or two. That is another Dante Dowdle to me. That's mm-hmm. just my opinion on it. Just because, you know, Alabama's going to recruit better players, and can he elevate himself above those players? I don't know. But I think he is a guy that could end up back in the portal 
if, you know, he goes to Alabama, but we'll see. I, I want to see, you know, when he has time to establish those relationships and he has time to put together a full season of recruiting, what this looks like for him. Yeah. It, it didn't look good for Zach Garnett. And he closed strong last year. He did a really good job finishing. And the last few coaches have actually done a solid job of finishing out recruiting classes, making sure people aren't stealing their recruits and winning recruiting battles. They've done a good job of that. So that hasn't been a problem for Mississippi State. But Jeff Levy's got to build a a foundation. And I think what he did in just a few weeks has been really impressive. Even if he doesn't get Daniel Hill, Mm -hmm. when you think about where Mississippi State was, you know, a week prior to to Jeff Lebby being hired, where they were with Daniel Hill. Mm. They weren't even in the game. Right. He 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 hardly mentioned Mississippi State over the last year. He wouldn't even camp here. Never mind. Wouldn't camp here. Wouldn't come to campus. Just wouldn't come to campus to even do a camp. Couldn't get down 45 to get to campus, which is about the same distance, I think, to Tuscaloosa. It's not that far. And he couldn't come. You you couldn't get him to come here. Went to Tennessee went to South Carolina, would not go to Mississippi State. In like a week, Jeff Levy had him on campus. So that is something that uh, definitely strikes me. The The recruiting rankings probably going to end up somewhere between 25 and 30, I would imagine. Looks like they're going to end up getting a solid transfer portal class. The roster should be good enough to where you feel like you could win six games next year. But the whole thing is about building – for 2025, 2026, and those years. You, you want to win right now, and, and I'm not saying just throw this year in the trash, mm-hmm. but one of the main things that Jeff Lebby is doing right now is rebuilding this roster, retooling it, and getting a roster prepared to be a competitive SEC roster moving forward because what he does offensively can win games in the SEC against really good teams. Now, the defense is going to be the big – question mark and that's where they have to do the most work but offensively this is a team that I think can win games or compete in ball games this year with what they've done and that's because of Jeff Lebby and and Chad Bumpus and the offensive staff I don't think they're gonna have any seven to three games this year it's called me crazy god I hope not it's called me crazy all right let's move into the rest of the show that's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef it is what's for dinner the new year is here I think your New Year's resolution needs to be eat more beef. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. So if you're cooking out this weekend, it's it's cold outside, fire up the grill. Warm yourself up around that live fire. Throw a, gr- a steak on the grill. Everybody will be happier for it. If Paul Jones is listening, Paul, if you're listening, those roasts you gave me, I'm cooking those this weekend. I got some some red meat going on the grill. I think we're going to do a little Mississippi pot roast this weekend, Robbie. I, mean, I know how you feel about that. I know that's one of your faves. Uh, my dad... Gave me, well, yeah, by the way, we did Mississippi Pot Roast for Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, two days before Christmas. Yeah, Some people, uh, some Ole Miss fans were clowning on the pot roast. I guarantee you, if I would have given you a piece of this, you wouldn't have been able to stop who, eating who it. Who was clowning on your pot roast? Uh, they said it looked like uh, crap, basically. But I, I guarantee you... Whatever. I don't know. I guarantee you, if I gave you a piece of this pot roast, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have been able to stop. Let's see if I can find it. It was cleaned. It was cleaned out. Uh, the crock pot was absolutely cleaned out. This pot roast looks delicious, Robbie. I don't know what you people are talking. What are the what do people want? 
Well, one of the one of the things people were upset about was the the crockpot cover, mm-hmm. which you know apparently that is not a that is not kosher or something. I don't know, but um, it took me two seconds to clean the crockpot when I got yeah. done, and yeah. it tasted the exact same as it would have without the cover. So I I don't understand that one, but yeah, they're the almost. I think I think they were just mad because. You know, it was a Mississippi State guy doing it. I think what you you failed to tell them, you failed to give credit, is that they invented Mississippi pot roast. Correct. It's Miss, it has correct. Mississippi in the title, the name of yep. the university. So. I, I should have given them credit for that. But uh, I'm also having beef tonight. When okay. we get done recording this, my dad uh, did a brisket mm-hmm. for Christmas, and he gave us the leftovers. I had I sliced, sliced off a couple pieces for lunch today. It is excellent, and I will be having that again for dinner. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Yes. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for, and it's just so good, guys. I mean, what I, what I, what I got to say? What, 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 what more do you need me to tell you about Two Brothers, all right? I mean, I've been talking about it now for, for all these years, and, you know, I can't – the Two Brothers easily is the number one – restaurant that you guys tweet pictures to me from like hey I'm at two brothers you were right you and Robbie were right and and to that we say yeah no crap of course we were right well if we say something and tastes good it there's a high well, likelihood that it does we are wrong all the time about sports but we are never wrong about food never not once on this podcast so we're telling you to get two brothers you need to take that advice to heart Head over to Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District for a taste of smoked southern soul food. Also, Bulldog Initiative business. Great products, great service. Every business promises it to you. But who's been delivering it to you for 49 years? That's Advantage Business Systems. When you need technology for your business, if you need a new computer, new printer, new new, new uh, copier, new laptops, whatever it is, you call Advantage Business Systems. And then if something goes wrong, and guys, with technology these days, what's going to go wrong? But then you just call back the same people who made you the sale. You don't have to wait on hold for a, for a call center. You don't have to make an appointment with an out-of-state technician. You're going to talk to the same people that you've been talking to this whole time. That makes it a lot easier and a lot better. And a lot of times they can take care of you the same day because they're in Mississippi just like you. 601-362-9192 or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue. I've been telling you guys that, to check them out. I know a lot of you guys, I, I see, I've seen some tweets from people got this stuff for Christmas. It looks great. You're going to look great. You're going to feel better about yourself. The Banner M is going away this year. That's the way of the dinosaur. It's time to get a new state script or interlocking or M over S polo or pullover and get it from the Rogue's Collegiate Collection. That's where they have the best name brands, the best quality, and the best fits that you're going to find. So check them out online at therogue.com or shop at the Rogue and Jackson. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. So you mentioned Daniel Hill a few minutes ago, Robbie, uh, the, the running back from Meridian. He is making his announcement at uh, on this January 6th. Uh, is he at the, All- the Army All-American game? Is that where he is? Or what is well, it? Well, I think it's just called the All-American game. The All-American game. Yeah, they... So if you want to know, it's the army game. I believe the army game has been like rebranded. This game has been rebranded. 
Okay. From the Army game, and it's just called the All American game. So if you are selected to play in this game, are you one of the All American All Americans? Sure. Okay. So you and Jack Swagger, the All American boys. Yeah. What, what was that? What wasn't that? Wasn't that a, a tag team? They had they like had, they the, the, the All American boys. Well, they had the what was it called when the? We, well, it we, was um, it was uh, the Canadian, the Quebecers, wasn't it? They were the All American boys. But weren't they the weren't they something and like their their uh their song was the All American Boys or something wasn't it? I don't remember that. Maybe maybe I'm. So I'm trying to I'm trying to find night night we're we're way off here. But that's fine. I remember when they were the Mounties, but I don't know. Uh, it was the fa- it, yeah it was the fabulous Rougeau brothers and yeah. their their theme was the All American Boys. Oh okay okay. It was before they were yeah the Quebecers. Okay, I, th- I think that was right. Gotcha. So Daniel Hill, the All American Boys. We we not, not to be confused with the American Males. That's correct. So, so Daniel Hill, for a while there, it felt like Mississippi State had the momentum there that they were going to be able to get his signature. Then you start seeing last week some of the national recruiting guys down there covering this game talking about Daniel Hill going to Alabama. Today, after Stonka Burnside commits, Daniel Hill is on uh, Instagram retweeting and and uh, com- commenting that he you know, about coming to Mississippi State. I don't understand why he would be trolling, but somebody's getting trolled here. I, I got to think, he, he's going to Alabama, right? If these, if these national guys are saying it, unless this is an incredible uh, ploy and, and cover-up job by Jeff Levy, he's going to Alabama. Yeah, I'm just I'm not buying it. I, I think he's I think he's playing it a little bit and trying to get a little intrigue around it. I just there's too much smoke behind the scenes on this. And you know, on signing day, I remember one of the Alabama guys had mentioned like later on in the day they had a spot for Daniel Hill now. Mm-hmm. And usually when they do that, it's at LSU, same thing, same thing at LSU. Usually when they do that. That that means something, mm-hmm. and then you know, last week I think it was last week that you know the the first crystal ball or whatever our things called now. I have to get used to that. It dropped for Alabama, and it, it I just don't think those guys are going to make those picks without knowing for sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not counting on him in this class. I, if I was a state fan, I would not get my hopes up here. Yeah, I, I, I do. I don't. I don't think it's going to be that way. I, and I, I thought that Hill. You know, I, I, I was under the impression that Hill had signed a letter of intent, and everybody was just holding it down. I was under the. I, I, my thought process was that it was Mississippi State. There was just enough smoke a couple weeks ago that I thought that. But when you see names like Sam, Sam Spiegelman from One Three Sports, it's making that he's making that because he's talked to somebody, somebody who knows. You know, he, he, when he puts a crystal ball in this late in the, I mean, anybody can make a, a crystal ball in the summer. And, you, you know, you, you you feel like you have a gut feeling. When you're making it after signing day, you know something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Daniel Hill, unlikely. So that's got to wrap up high school recruiting for state in this class, don't you think? It could. There, you know, there's still guys out there that they could potentially go after. I haven't really heard of anybody of late. Was it the kid, uh, Jaden Davis? Is that his name? The kid from oh, Alabama? It is Davis, I think. I Hold on. I have to look him up. 
But yeah, yeah, yes, you're. I think you're correct. Yeah, um, you know that that's a kid that you know obviously state was after, and I think he's kind of waiting to see what his options might be for the second signing period. So you know we'll see what happens there. Um, other than that, there there isn't a guy just on my radar that I think is a you know a, a possibility for state. I think everything's now just kind of looking to Lewis. fill spot. Jaden Lewis, Jaden okay. Lewis, sorry. Yeah. Um, everything's about you know filling spots now with the transfer portal. I think. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a very busy weekend for Mississippi State. We 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 we've seen some of the names that have, have popped up. Uh, that are that are official uh, there. Uh, I saw that Indiana running back uh, Jalen. We're, we're getting these these names all mixed up. Jalen Lucas on campus earlier today. Uh, Louisville wide receiver Kevin Coleman announced he will be here. There's a long list. It's available at On Three Sports. Uh, Paul Jones does a good job of putting that list up uh, there. But state's going to have it. it. It appears about 15, 20 kids, or I shouldn't even say kids, but players. On campus this weekend, offensive, defensive. They're trying to find another receiver, trying obviously to fill out a lot defensively. Maybe another offensive lineman would be would be good. They could be starting four transfer offensive linemen if things pan out uh, the way they want them to. So these next few, yeah. And it's another thing. Another thing is um, I want to kind of clear up this. This going to be basically two different official visits Mm -hmm. over the next few days. So there's one that started today. That's going to go till Friday. Obviously, you get a two-day window, and then Friday there will be another one that starts for the weekend. So it's going to be kind of wild. It's going to be you know wow. guys coming in and out, and so right more, now you have more guys. Taking, than I'm saying it could, could be closer to like twenty twenty-five players. No, I mean I don't think it's going to be that much. Um, I think we just we know everybody that we know we know that like all the people so far that have been mentioned. But some of them are coming on different days. Okay. So there's going to be some coming in. Some came in on Wednesday that are going until Friday. Some will come in on Friday until Sunday. So I'm probably going to try to help Paul out some on this. It's going to be a little wild. But, uh, you know, you need to be tuned in on on three because he's very good about knowing when guys get here, knowing exactly who's on campus, when they leave, things like that. Paul's the best at that so make sure you're on the message board he he usually is very up to date on that stuff yeah. and we have a lot of really good posters over there too that kind of watches back a little bit and they know some things as well that's the good thing about the uh the message board i think yeah all right uh tomorrow's show we'll preview mississippi state south carolina for basketball men's and women's both teams playing the Gamecocks this week, so uh, obviously a big game for the men, but a huge game for the women uh, against South Carolina, a chance to really make an early statement if they were to somehow be able to go over to South Carolina and win. Three straight weeks with MSU having the SEC Player of the Week and also the SEC Freshman of the Week uh, this week. They play Vanderbilt Thursday night. It's That's right, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the season opener is uh, Thursday night, so we'll have a, a recap of – well, I guess we won't have a recap of that, but – we will have uh, some thoughts on the South Carolina game. Is it Vanderbilt any good? Usually they're not. They they are much better this year. They okay. their their head coach is Shay Ralph, who was former UConn player. She she coached with uh, Gino Arama forever oh. over there. So she's got the blueprint, and she's 
she won 12 games last year in year one. She's already 13 and one this year. Wow. And one of those wins, I believe, was Iowa State. Vanderbilt had to sacrifice men's basketball to get women's basketball up and running. Right. Yeah. Had to, had to get back on track. So it, it's not going to be easy. They, they've got a good team this year. That's at the home, though, right? It is. So okay. that's, that's the plus for them is they're playing at home. Should be a, a good crowd because the last game against Mississippi Valley was almost packed in the lower level. Mm-hmm. I was I was really impressed with the two games right after Christmas, the women and men, the crowds that were there. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure they had, you know, a good deal or whatever. But the fact that both of those games were pretty packed in the lower level was impressive. So I think people were pretty excited about this uh women's basketball and men's basketball season. Yeah. All right, guys, back with you tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.